Well, welcome again to another edition of our pastoral podcast. We thank all of you for being able to join us. Maybe as we get started today, uh, just a reminder, if you do see something in the news that's of interest to you and think that maybe it has some type of correlation to something within Scripture or for us as Christians or something to be examined, uh, do us a favor and send that over to Pastor Mark and myself so we can review it and hopefully have a chance to be able to use it maybe in one of our upcoming podcasts. So it's Pastor Jeremy DePina here with you today, and of course is my trusty brother, Pastor Mark. Pastor Mark here, thanks for joining us. And I would add, if you see even a funny story that you just like to see us uh, break down, or maybe even a Stump the Pastor challenge. Oh, that's a good one. Come up with the uh, most benign or random news story and see if we can tie it to scripture or our challenge got it yeah yeah challenge so send them in well our article for today was discovered actually by pastor mark and it's a a good one it relates in a lot of different ways to us as christians even as uh lutherans on some level and so uh pastor mark i'll let you kick this one off here of uh your kind of uh, initial thoughts or the review of the story and we'll go from there This is from the BBC, a story out of Europe, and the title is Finnish Prime Minister, or well, Minister of the Interior, in Bible Hate Speech Trial. So a former uh, interior minister of the country of Finland is going on trial for hate speech against gay people uh, because of comments that uh, she says were based on the Bible. And uh, prosecutors, and let me, I'll try to say her name, uh, this interior minister, uh, Paivi and then Rasanam. I think that's right. I think Rasanam, I feel good about that one, Rasanam. Anyway, the prosecutors, again, she was a former government interior minister, that's like the Secretary of State here, Uh, and uh, prosecutors from her federal government are, charging her with derogatory comments uh, on a few occasions, but one includes a a tweet that she sent that showed verses from the Bible. And that's what really, I think, drew my attention to this. Not so much the content of what she was saying from her own point of view or not regarding a certain group of people or sexual orientation, even set those things aside for a moment, we can definitely discuss those elements. But in the article that it has here, there's one line in particular that really stood out to me. And it says, the court will have to decide whether citing the Bible can be considered a crime in some cases. That's the one that really got me because it wasn't obviously her opinion. There's been people on many occasions that have used scripture in a very unworthy manner or have even taken it and tried to shove it in people's faces or done things that are not appropriate. But so in this mean, case... So, you, well, so your example you're talking about would be uh, somebody takes a, a passage from Scripture, just a verse, and then kind of leaps off kind of from that starting point into the, kind of their own opinion or their yeah. own interpretation. Yes. Or this means that X, Y, Z. Correct, correct. But this is literally a, a tweet of a picture of some verses in the Bible. Yeah, and then it says, I'll I'll say it one more time here, this is a a direct quote from this article, the court will have to decide 
whether citing the Bible can be considered a crime in some cases in Finland. So obviously this is in just in one area of the, the world, but I think that should be really concerning to us as Christians, no matter where we live, being able to say uh, something that has been a part of our world history, well, forever, and something that people have taken really as gospel in many parts of the, the world, now saying that, man, it could be a crime to be able to just quote scripture itself. I mean, that's mind-blowing. Uh, that could just go down the deepest rabbit hole. I mean, so are they allowed to even be able to express scripture within the walls of the church? Would that have some type of protection? Would that be something that people would come after later? You know, where would that end? And so you got to watch out where that begins at, I think, then too. Yeah, that's the same. Actually, it's the exact same sentence in this whole article that stood out to me the most and uh, I highlighted as well. Yeah, for the same reason. Uh, how can you uh, put, it's essentially putting the Bible on trial, is what this is. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And is the Bible too offensive? Is it uh, too intolerant? Does it bring contempt or hatred towards certain groups of people? Uh, that's, I mean, ultimately that's what the case, or at least the prosecutors, uh, want the court to decide. And that's, on, you know, first of all, uh, being a United States citizen, it's uh, just so incomprehensible to me and understanding the the incredible right of free speech. I mean, absolute free speech and yeah. freedom uh, from uh, government, you know, religion, freedom from government's interpretation of different holy books or different religious beliefs. Uh, here they're supposed to stay completely out of our lane as pastors, as, as believers in any, any faith group, right? And I think uh, her attorney kind of gets to this point too. It's like, uh, if you go down this road, then, you know, what about the Quran? What about mm -hmm. uh, the Talmud, one mm -hmm. of the holy books uh, in Judaism? Uh, again, like you say, these books are hundreds and thousands of years old and been centerpieces in human culture uh, for all of that time. Um, it's a, obviously a lot of different uh, battles that are going on here, but I'm always kind of looking underneath the surface to, to see what's the spiritual uh, battle here. Not well, obviously it's to, yeah, it, it, at the minimum, uh, the devil would want people to uh, denigrate or think less of the Bible mm -hmm, and, mm -hmm. and not to obviously be attracted to read it or learn more about it. Uh, but on a larger scale, you know, what does that mean for a society when the believers, and you know, in this case, I would say for all faiths, uh, when the believers are more reluctant to talk about their faith or certainly to advocate for their belief in God, and then more specifically, obviously, Christians and Jesus Christ, uh, when it's Officially, like government, you know, uh, the court, the uh, prosecutors, the officially seen as as hate and 
contempt. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's a good like uh, spinning off point too to maybe look at a little bit of scripture and see you know what is what is founded here. And we can go back to the article too. But I was even just thinking of just a couple of weeks ago when we looked at the book of Joshua, the very beginning of it, and God is sharing with Joshua right after the uh, death of their great leader and Joshua has to take over and he has to really be strong and courageous. The Lord is encouraging him, but he speaks to the word of God and he says in Joshua 1.8, keep this book of the law always on your lips, meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. You know, when I look at that, I, I do think about this command that we receive from God of how in this life we find uh, success and we are prosperous by doing the things that he commands us to do and the laws that he commands us to be able to follow. So often with scripture, even today, uh, and I think a lot of times it even happens for us as Christians, we try to negotiate sometimes with the Bible. But this verse is so clear. It says, be careful to do everything written in it. Not just some of the things or the things that are easy to do or from day to day, at least try to get eight out of the 10. It says, do all of these things. Mm -hmm. And when you look at something like this, uh, you can see that people are, you know, they just want to shun away from what scripture is saying because maybe they just don't like what it says. And so we as a people decide what is hate and what is not when in reality, we know that that's not what Christ is about at all. Uh, We hear those words in the book of Galatians where uh, Paul tells us, for the entire law is fulfilled in keeping one command. And he says, love your neighbor as yourself. That has nothing to do with hate. It's the, the exact opposite. And he says, this is how the law is actually fulfilled. When we share these things with people around us, And, you know, to maybe defend a little bit this uh, individual that's being put on trial, I really like the quote that she had in the article. Uh, She says, I hope that today it can become clear that I have no wish to offend any group of people, but this is a question of saving people for eternal life. And I really like that because she got to the core of saying, you know, this isn't my principle and this isn't what I think. This is really about me loving my neighbor and wanting to be able to reach out to people so that all people have the gift of salvation that God brings to them. Yes, uh, absolutely. What about you, Pastor Mark? When you saw some of these other things, I already brought up these two scripture passages, and I think there's a hundred you could select for this article. Was there any scripture that came to your mind when you were kind of walking through this? Yeah, so not only was uh, Miss Rasanin uh, put on trial, uh, but a Lutheran pastor uh, in Finland, I uh, really don't want to try to pronounce his name, but Johanan uh, uh, Pahola, we'll say. Uh, he belongs to the independent, uh, it's a more conservative Lutheran church in Finland. But he also faces charges, uh, the same uh, crime, for publishing one of her articles. Mm-hmm. And again, in America, you would think, <laughs> what? Like maybe you'll get banned from Twitter, if yeah, you or cut off from YouTube or something. something or, yeah, that that people don't like, but to actually have criminal charges is crazy to me. Uh, but at any rate, so a Lutheran pastor 
was also put on trial. And in his uh, questioning uh, from the pro prosecutor on the stand, uh, the prosecutor asked him, so do you follow Finnish law or biblical law? And what a, what an ignorant question. What a complete misunderstanding mm -hmm. of... That's kind of like that question that was looking to trap somebody, though, I guess, right? Yeah. Right. But this was a opportunity uh, for him to actually share the gospel from the public court. From the stand, yeah. Witness stand, under oath, you know, under record. And so I, I was thinking about in Matthew 10 when Jesus is talking about the end times and... Uh, that being, uh, to be clear, uh, after Jesus ascends into heaven. Uh, so from that point until Jesus comes back, uh, the church is uh, it's fighting uphill battle in the world. Mm -hmm. uh, it's uh, persecutions and trials uh, have been going on from that first first early church uh, people all the way through today, different parts of the world, but. Uh, you know, here's a Lutheran pastor, and this is kind of where it hit home for me. This particular article, yeah, sure. obviously, is uh, in charge. And this crime in Finland uh, does have a jail sentence, yeah, uh, attached to it. It does say that these prosecutors aren't pushing for uh, incarceration; they're just pushing for a fine. Uh, but whatever, it isn't. It's possible. It's in the law. At any rate, I was thinking of Matthew chapter ten. In verse 19, Jesus is talking to those first 12 uh, disciples. Of course, these words have been <laughs> shared with all of the disciples of Jesus since then. Uh, but Jesus said, when, when they arrest you, which is kind of interesting, right? So yeah, it's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. And that doesn't mean me or you in particular, but in every generation, there will be Christians persecuted greatly. And so when they arrest you, do not worry about what to say or how to say it. At that time, you will be given what to say. For it will not be you speaking, but the Spirit of your Father speaking through you. Mm -hmm. And I think we've all, I hope uh, many of us have had that experience where uh, we say the, the right thing somehow. <laughs> but you know, we don't know where that come from. Yeah, yeah. It was comforting uh, a friend sure. or even it was sharing you know, the good news. With somebody and you made some kind of connection that you know you didn't anticipate with that person that you're talking to and it's like wow you know that was the holy spirit that uh we ran into each other or whatever i had the right words to say to this grieving friend of mine and uh those are like i think just little samples little, a little taste of what it's like when a christian is under severe persecution and and God, jesus says hey don't worry Literally, mm -hmm. he's like, mm -hmm. don't worry about this happening to you. Uh, because when it does happen to you, the Holy Spirit is going to give you what to say, when to say it, how to say it. And when, again, just like the, in those little examples before, the little taste test of that, it's like it's, we have like this wow moment. Like, oh, wow, God just, the Holy Spirit just made this happen, just spoke... Like, then it's going to be even bigger. And so you're going to have this great comfort uh, knowing that, well, okay, God is with me here. I know whatever happens, even though I'm found guilty, I go to jail, whatever yeah, yeah. the situation. Like, I have evidence here that God is with me. The Holy Spirit gave me those words. Mm -hmm. And 
whatever happens is a is a witness for uh, the faith, a witness for Jesus Christ. Which, as you already know, some of you know listening, that the word martyr, we talk about the martyrs of the faith, are people who died, you know, pro- because they refused to deny, you know, Jesus's claim. Uh, and the word martyr literally means witness. And that is the ultimate witness. I mean, the people who yeah. were persecuted yeah. and, and suffered and people who died uh, saying that, no, 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 we saw Jesus after he was buried. He was alive. He resurrected and he's God. Uh, and they they faced their own death rather than uh, to say, uh, I think about that all the time, that, that first Easter in the weeks and the months and the years uh, that followed. Uh, these these followers of Jesus had there was no worldly benefit of running around and saying I'm a Christian I believe Jesus was God yeah and it because wasn't just were, like one random person right you you can't shop it off as somebody who is crazy you know mm-hmm. oh there's those two crazy guys that they were not in their right state of mind you're talking about lots of people yeah if you're a Jewish person. Uh, your family disowned you. Yeah. They literally would have a funeral for you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and you were completely cut off. Yep. You think about trade, doing business, uh, staying alive. No, you were cut off. And if you were a Gentile, if you were a Roman, wherever, you were uh, an uh, insurrectionist. You were a, uh, uh, a traitor, the right word, but you know, Caesar was God, not, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. not anything else or anybody else. So there's no advantage at all to run around and say you were a Christian. And uh, I'm, I can just think of all, you know, being burned at the stake, being beheaded, being crucified upside down, being fed to lions. Mm-hmm. Like if they were making the story up, I think at that point, I would have said, oh, oh just kidding guys. Yeah. No, 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 no. You misunderstood me. I didn't say yeah. like. So that's why, you know, the word martyr, it was used. Because that, that's the ultimate witness right there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, uh, applause to, uh, to this woman and this uh, pastor here for standing, standing up for their, their faith and taking this opportunity to share the gospel. And again, the, their quotes are very positive. You know, she said, I'm honored to be defending freedom of speech and religion. And like you said... You know, I hope that this day, this is the first day of trial, that it becomes clear. I have no, you know, I don't wish to offend any group of people. This is just a question of saving people for eternal life. Well, I think uh, to wrap it up, you know, these are something that maybe we can see in the news and maybe it seems afar, you know, it's in a completely different mm-hmm. country. Yeah. But again, as we began with, I think it's something that we should all take to heart, too, of thinking about, well, maybe it's not in our own backyard, but it is with fellow Christians that they're right. struggling with these things. Right. And it's only a matter of time at the same point, you know, that when? the world... Yeah. When? You mentioned in your trial. scripture. Yeah, that's perfect. When you're put on trial. Not and if. that may look in different ways mm-hmm. in our life. Uh, but, you know, as... Paul says to the church in Rome and tells us as members of the church today, you know, do not conform to the patterns mm-hmm. of this world. There's something so much more. You know, we're transformed that he says by the word of God and living by his law. And the Lord uh, is always so good about being able to lift up the leaders on this world of how God puts them into place. 
uh, so good about talking about practical things. Give to Caesar what is Caesar and to God what is God's. And that's one of the best things about our Lord. You know, he isn't against uh, the people of this world in any way. He comes for the people of this world. But unfortunately, I think the story of Scripture doesn't always fit the narrative that our world likes. And it would be easier, I think, we believe, for maybe to go different routes at different points. And we receive that that temptation. But remember what is most important in our lives. Uh, this word and this law and this gospel that we receive from God himself. Not from people who are fallible, but for somebody who is perfect and gives their perfection up for us. Amen. Amen, Pastor Jerry. Thanks for uh, tuning in for our podcast this week. I hope you have a wonderful week. And uh, if you're in town, I'd love to see you in church. If you're online, um, if you're out of town, watch online uh, this Sunday at Desert Foothills. Have a blessed week, everybody. All right, we'll talk to you later.